You are listening to On Point, and my name is David Peck, and we had uh, a, a little bit of a. I guess it's it's so interesting being on on radio like this. It's a it's a one way conversation, I suppose, in some respects, and and it's uh, I suppose uh, about planting seeds and asking questions, and it's it's always so much easier when you have someone to talk to, and and or, or at least that you can you know, that can talk back. And so maybe down the road, we're going to explore the idea of, of uh, a little bit more of a call-in show as well. But Janine Foster Elmsley is here with us to uh, talk about, uh, I'm going to ask her some questions about philanthropy. She's a senior consultant with uh, Global Philanthropic Canada based in Ontario. Janine, thanks so much for joining us here tonight on the show. Thank you. I'm happy to join you. So, Janine, what 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 do you make of this? Uh, not only of this headline, but of this uh, this uh, of of Yvonne, and is it Schwinnard? Is that how you pronounce his name, Yvonne Schwinnard, yes. the Patagonia founder who's giving away a three billion dollar company to climate change causes? You know, just before you came on, Janine, I, I kind of tried to make that make the 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 call that you know philanthropy wasn't just about money but maybe maybe you're going to disagree with me on that and I'd love to hear your 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 two cents on that what what is philanthropy can we start with there uh, well I mean their philanthropy is money but it's also about you know volunteering and basically giving yourself to a cause and mm. that includes your time and your treasure and your talents. And uh, it's clear that uh, Mr. Schwenard is is giving all that and more. Um, yes, yeah. And, and what what do you make of that? I mean, he's uh, he sounds quite. Uh, I don't know a lot about him, but he sounds like quite an eccentric. He's a he's into rock climbing. He's he's eighty three. Um, <laughs> sounds like he's uh, clearly doesn't own a. Uh, from my understanding, doesn't own a cell phone or a computer. I'm not sure how you create a multi-billion dollar company without those two things, but, but, but an interesting guy, nevertheless. It's really, really extraordinary. And mm-hmm. it, it, I guess it shouldn't have been surprised if you're, if you're somebody who has kept an eye on Patagonia, um, because, you know, from the seventies, they've been very, very philanthropic, but they've also been, um, ahead of their time as far as deciding what kind of company they want to be. Mm. I love that he calls himself an accidental billionaire. <laughs> right. I mean, I'd like to have one of those accidents. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> but he, um, it, they have always chosen that, you know, if they would make, they made decisions about the environment, they would put the environment ahead of profit and said that they always made money as a result. So they have had, um, despite the fact that this is, you know, his own very um, heartfelt cause, he is also, you know, has seen benefits to that in that it has continued to make, uh, been good business for him. So the you fact know, that he's donated his company, um, it's unusual and extraordinary, but it is in keeping with what seems to be his uh, goal in life. Sure, sure. It's interesting that you say that it's it's been a part of the family for 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 so long. Uh, the the article that I read was was from the Globe and Mail, and, and he talks about a new form of capitalism. I'm sure you're familiar with the phrase philanthro capitalism. Does that does is that hmm, is it becoming more popular? I mean, this idea that maybe business can give back in a very specific and particular way. It is. It is becoming so. It's interesting to see it, and, and I've been in fundraising in the nonprofit sector for over twenty years. And you know, the people I'm working with at Global, I think we have a combined three hundred years of experience or something. And it's interesting to see how things have um, 
how how corporations have sort of stepped up. There was always hmm. a corporate. Um, there was always, you know, everybody would think about going to the major banks in this country when you were trying to raise money. But it has become more and more um, that companies have formed their own foundations. And in my work and in my sector, I'm seeing an awful lot of um, charities that are hiring corporate partnership people, but also companies that are hiring charity outreach people. Hmm which shows you how much this is becoming um, a part of their, um, it's part of their business. Um, it has, certainly it has good benefits for them as a business, as a wise business decision, but it's also something that is um, talking about why w- their customers, um, especially this generation, they don't want to know like, you know, what you do. They want to know who you are. Mm. This is how companies are showing who they are by the causes that they support and by the the things that they get behind. Do you find do you find that uh, charities are doing enough to engage Canadians to get them motivated to get them you know are are there adequate calls to action? So so I guess what I mean by that question is are they, are they always are charities always just asking for more money? Or are they? Because when you when you mentioned the, the the youth, you know, or the especially this generation, it makes me think of 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 getting practically involved and how you know. Tell me tell me about who you are, but also, you know, let me help. How how can I get involved? I'm wondering if that's something that you're seeing. It's it's a it's a uh, sort of a time a, a tale as old of time, right? If you are young, you have less money and more time. Right. If you're older, you have more time or more money and less time, right? And so that has always been the case, and but there has been ways, and in some respects maybe the pandemic has helped in this, to understand that there are ways people can get involved without necessarily a physical presence. And yeah, it, yeah, right, right. So you mean uh, you mean um, do you mean do you mean like volunteer hours? Like volunteering, sure. On boards, you know. Right. Um, being volunteer fundraisers, you know, there's lots of things that people can do to get behind the causes they care about. And, sure. you know, giving money is one of them, obviously, but also so is getting involved and, and lending your expertise. There's an awful lot of people out there with talents that they could be sharing. Yeah, that's, that's, that's great. That's, a, that's not only is that a beautiful affirmation, it's, it's quite a challenge too. Are you finding, you know, you talked about giving yourself to a cause. Are you finding that Canadians are doing that more and more? Um, or, or are we becoming a little more, um, you know, in our own backyard kind of centric? What, any trends with, with COVID and so on over the last couple of years? Uh, well, I mean, there was, there was big concern when, when COVID arrived, um, especially for charities who were event-dependent right. on raising funds, and they could no longer hold those events. And for the most part, Canadians dug deep and and were able to sustain. Surprisingly, we are actually seeing challenges right now, um, and that is because, you know, the wealthy individuals who give um, based on their stock portfolios, mm. being wealthy individuals and, and foundations, um, are seeing a very volatile market. And meanwhile, those donors who you know have always written a check or gone online are experiencing the pressures of inflation. And then, of course, the charitable sector tends to be counter-cyclical, right? They mm. have greater need 
at times when they raise, when they can raise less money. And so it's a it's a difficult time for charities. Um, but as far as the trends go, um, the trends are as far as Canadians, they are likely now to give more money to less charities, hmm. and that they're picking um, the things that really matter to them instead of to everybody who comes to their door or what have you. So there's they're finding those things that, that they really care about. And one of the things we we talk to when we're talking to our clients is, you know, your your goals are to get on somebody's top five, get on their list, you know, that it is you want to be um resonant with somebody. Mm. And as opposed to, you know, just another charity. Yeah, you know, that's really great advice for the the nonprofit sector, it seems to me. How how do you get on people's top five? That's a seems like a funda- fundamental question. Janine, I wish we had more time to chat. Um, thank you so much for, for joining us on the show tonight. Janine Foster Elmsley, she's a senior consultant with Global Philanthropic Canada based here in Ontario. Janine, thanks for spending some time with us tonight. Thank you. You're listening to On Point, and my name is David Peck.